Welcome to another installment of One Morning Going Home and Going to Bed. Justin Barger here with Josh Jones, recording this installment on Tuesday, November the 10th. Only about four or five days since our last uh, get-together. Yeah, yeah. We had late go last week, so. And you uh, you supplied the refreshments. We, we're drinking some Tito's Vodka. Made in Texas. Made in Texas. And way more expensive than I thought it was going to be. Gee, <laughs> Christmas. A little pricey. Well, every time Tony's stepdaughter, or sorry, Tony's daughter comes in, Tiffany, you know, she lives in Texas now. She brings us a bottle of Tito's. How's Tanya? Uh, Mary. Still? Over in, uh, in Boone County. God bless her. We haven't seen her, I don't know, since, I don't know. I can't realize how we saw her. I'm sure that keeps Tash up at night. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to put my lime in. So we're drinking some vodka soda and limes. Yeah. And uh, the reason why we did this, because of course it's made in Texas, it's also made in Austin. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So it's actually made in Austin, Texas. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It is good. It was lot, uh, totally opposite of what that uh, offensive performance was last week. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll get into that. A uh, couple house cleaning issues. Oak Hill got blasted Friday night, so they will not make the playoffs. University put it on them, man. Yeah, I gotta tell this story because nobody that it's really gonna matter to listens to this anymore. I don't think Courtney. I don't think she's ever listened to one fucking episode. <laughs> Tash said she listened to the episode where we talked about Tara. Did she? And, uh, she said I want to correct a few things. Okay. She said uh, one, uh, I wasn't wearing a jumpsuit. The girl who was in my cell was wearing a jumpsuit. <laughs> oh, okay. She didn't ask for my flip flops. She asked for my pancakes. Okay. <laughs> And she told me she loved me. <laughs> Those are all basic oversights. <laughs> Nothing major there. Nothing major there. But uh, they got blasted by University, who got beat 69-15 to 15 by Morgantown the week before. I yeah. watched that game at night. I think Morgantown got their ass beat by somebody. Yeah, that week too. They did. But Garrett was in. He wanted to go to Elliott's with a couple of his buddies. So we ended up out there. And... Uh, <laughs> I missed this part, but there, there was a kickoff at some point in time in the game, and there was a kid who I'm not going to name his name, was getting tackled, and he pitched the ball to Ethan. Did I tell you this story? Yeah, he did. Okay. <laughs> Ethan wasn't too happy about it because they, they got blamed for the fumble. Yeah. <laughs> Suffices to say the phrase, dumbest motherfucker ever. So that was unf- I was really I was hoping they'd make the playoffs, man. Yeah, they, they just don't have any. They don't have any line. I mean, it's that, and not that they are good kids. Just they don't have the the bulk. I mean, it's all it is. They're, the university I mean, was big. That's a big. Kid. Yeah, and that's it's tough to it's tough to play defense when when your line's getting overrun. I was also corrected by local dignitary Mike Fox, who was at Elliott's Friday night, because I knew he would know. Because we were talking about the last time Oak Hill beat Beckley in football. Uh-huh. Well, apparently it was in 2013. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't either. But I he said before it. that, it was like 1976. Okay. So, I mean, I knew it had been a while. Yeah. But, but I did want to throw that out there. So. I've already been, since I graduated high school, way, way, way back in the day. It's been a while. Uh, yeah, I went to one game after uh, the next year when I was a freshman in college. I came home and went to one game. And I went to the game with you and Ron. Or you and Phil. That's the only two games of football games I've been to. In the last 27 years? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's the only two old kill football games I've been to. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, that was a that was a tough one. So, Jaina actually came out to Elliott's and took Garrett home. He got housed. <laughs> uh, I 
It's nice to have a, a, a young sober driver to yes. come get you. Yes. <laughs> I might take. I need. I need to get her a number. Yeah. <laughs> she loves driving. I wanted to also ask her about her gout. Uh, make sure that she uh, has that gout recipe that your sister recommended for you. No, I don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> Relish. Make some cabbage. Was it cabbage? Yeah. Rep cabbage red. Hell no. <laughs> you were like, is this a thing? I was like, yes. Yes, Dad, make sure you film it. That's I, would, it I wouldn't trust Courtney to make me a piece of toast, <laughs> much less a goddamn home remedy. <laughs> Hell no. Love you, Courtney. You're not going to listen to this shit anyway. So that's <laughs> uh, and then, so Saturday night we had our birthday party at Bowling Alley, which was good. We, you know, mm-hmm. out there had a few drinks and actually ended up out at uh, Kim and Max. Oh, place. Yeah. I totally forgot about it. They asked me to go, and I thought, yeah, we could swing by. But well, I was a little we, buzzed up after I left the bowling alley because, you know, we drank here because yeah. you and Tash and the kids came over and watched the game Saturday. And uh, so I stopped at Shell, ran into Mandy Higginbottom, and uh, picked up a 12-pack, and I punched in Kim's address into my phone. So I'm going out to Nickelville Road. She's like, we got a big bonfire over there. I'm like, all right. And I was like, you've arrived. And I'm like, where's the bonfire? Where is it? <laughs> So I kept driving. I turned around. I was like, "Well, I don't see." It. I didn't. I mean, I was a little buzzed up. I didn't want to pull in somebody's yard. Yeah. So I it drive back. A little off the yeah. Day. So I drive back out, and I end up in the Elliot's parking lot. And I turn around. So I call Kim. I was like, "Where the hell do you live?" <laughs> She's like, "Motherfucker, I'll come out there and get you." you know, <laughs> I was like, "All right, you damn Kim, you." Uh, so, yeah, I told. I mean, I left you. You know, we went home, and because I was pissed off at the game, and I totally just totally forgot about it. I mean, totally forgot about it. Well, the funny part of it, of course, I went out and Andy and them were, we had, I ended up watching their name Clemson game. Uh-huh. Had a few and came home. But uh, the next night, Sunday night, Booth asked me to go out to Ellie's for just a beer or two to watch a game and have a sandwich. And I said, all right. So went out there for a little bit and Richard Meadows, the owner, uh-huh. we're sitting outside and he was like, what are you doing driving through my parking lot, 1030, motherfucker? I was like, I didn't drive through your parking lot last night. I was like, I went, I was like, he's like, don't lie. And I was like, Oh, shit, yeah, I did. He's like, I know you did. <laughs> I was like, damn, I can't get, I can't catch a break. <laughs> shit. So I thought that was funny. But uh, that's it for the, you got any nonsense you want to hit on? No, it was pretty tall, calm on the weekend. I came over here and watched the game. Ready didn't do much. Got to go back to work. I mean, when you haven't been back, when you go on work for a week, and you get back oh, in. Oh, you've been gone for a week. I was gone for a week. Because oh. when I came back Wednesday, I didn't go back to work. Oh. In fact, I didn't even check my phone. I stayed away from like, it. Yeah, I just wanted to. But man, so I spent Monday. And then I got a new computer. They sent me a new computer. So Sunday, I got my computer set up. I was ready to go for Monday morning. I was like, finally, I got a computer that's, that's fast. Because my computer, my work computer was slow. Was so I was like, I'm excited. I got it. Turned it on. My other one, I, I, I had to hit the button. And then I would go make coffee. And it would, it would come up so I could put my pen in. And then I would, I would go back and watch the TV. So, so, so I, like I had time. Yeah, time but now I hit the button. It's up. I can uh, sign in. It's ready to roll. So I did. I'm ready to go. And, and uh, so I started reading through my ungodly amount of emails. And I'm just sorting them like, this is you. This is, I need to you know, respond to this, blah, blah, So I'm doing all that. And uh, and I got, there's emails like, you know, make sure your time card put in. I was like, oh, shit. I need to, do, I need to put my time card in. Just even though. I I will PTO the week before I gotta prove it. So I go I, I was like, oh fuck. All my like everything's a link. Nothing has files, you know, everything's a link to something. Well all my favorites, I didn't transfer my favorites over to uh, that new computer. Yeah. So I had to turn on my old computer. Wait for the <laughs> hands to get I, had to the I was like, 
Oh, man. <laughs> so, so I spent the first two hours in the morning trying to get all my files over to my to my new computer. Uh, so then I was already backed up. So the first Monday was terrible. Monday was it was bad. just awful. It was an awful day at work. But it started at 7 in the morning and finished about 5.30. Oh, shit. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm done. I can't yeah, tell you, Joe. That sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basketball team, 15th. Yeah, I mean, I know Ivy was kind of upset that it wasn't hired. It's basketball. I don't. Only good about being ranked is that your score comes up and they show your highlights. Otherwise, I don't really care where you're ranked. And and really, quite honestly, I mean, we were uh, actually I don't even want to repeat this, so I'm not going to because I don't want to jinx this. We finished the season last year 24th. Mm -hmm. So, and given as as many unknowns we have in the backcourt, Sam's Deuce, that's that's fair. Yeah. What what. It's amazing to me is how many Big Twelve teams five in the top nineteen. Yeah, are ranked. I didn't realize we were that loaded. Yeah, Baylor was two, yeah. Kansas was six, Texas Tech was fourteen, we were fifteen, and Texas was nineteen. Yeah, so they say Texas more, made the most talented team in the league. We had more top twenty-five teams in the ACC, didn't? Yeah. Big Ten, it's I think, be, had the most. Big Ten had seven. It's gonna be a tough year. How about Rutgers being twenty-fourth? I know. Look at them doing things in football the and basketball. University of you know, New Jersey. This is the first year that they are favored to beat Illinois in football this weekend. Is the first time they've been favored in a Big Twelve game since like two thousand and thirteen, or Big Ten games since like two thousand thirteen. Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. So yeah, so I mean, so the Big Twelve, of course, is I think except for last year. Well, at least four out of the last five years, it's been the number one RPI conference. Yeah, absolutely. And like we thought like, we thought we would downgrade going from the Big East to the Big Twelve, and we have not. No, we haven't. That's what we call like, There's a lot of good coaches in the league. There is. And it's just loaded with good coaches. A lot of good coaches. Yeah. A lot of good coaches. So Gonzaga was number one. So we'll see. And then, of course, we they announced. I think it was yesterday. We're going to play Georgetown in that Big East Challenge on December yeah. sixth at Georgia. That's two straight road games we play. I guess the next two will be at home. I guess the Big East Challenge because yeah. we played at St. John's. Yeah, time. but I tell you what, that if, if people are allowed inside, it's going to be half the U fans. Guaranteed. I mean, as always is we played at these. Guaranteed. So speaking of fans, they also announced that they're going to let three thousand, which isn't quite twenty five percent. They're going to go twenty percent for home games this year. So are they going to charge an arm and a leg like they did? For, I don't know. For I tell you what, I'm going to do my best to get to a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to go. Absolutely. Gonna be a special year, so basketball will be here for well, I guess two weeks. Week from two weeks from tomorrow, we'll be playing Texas A and M. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Is it the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth, twenty fifth? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Yep. And as far as this past weekend, Notre Dame beat Clemson. We talked about a little bit about that. Penn State is winless, which is hilarious. It's great. It's uh, great. Even though Maryland was a team that busted their ass. I picked it. Dave, let's get oh, no, a, let's 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 do do our, our panty layer corner with Dave yeah, Taylor. Yeah, we didn't have like a, a segment just for Dave's, uh, so we talk about Pitt for him. Dave got to rest easy this weekend because <laughs> Pitt had a bye. <laughs> no, 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 they played Florida State. They played Florida State. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, so Dave's, Dave's probably excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big win in Tallahassee. Yeah, you know, it took, it took a little edge off the WVU uh, getting beat. He needs to work on his growl. I wonder how his growl is. <laughs> We can only hope. <laughs> yeah, so Dave, Uber Pit fan, was excited about uh, the Florida State win. 
And I would be remiss if I didn't mention how absolutely wonderful it was to watch Virginia Tech absolutely step on their dicks <laughs> at home against Liberty, calling a timeout, overthinking themselves, blocking a field goal, and then I listened to the, re- they, the Monday morning on SiriusXM, they replayed the Tech announcers, uh-huh. and they played them blocking that field goal. They were like, oh shit, Beamer Ball's back! And I was like, <laughs> no! Wait a second, Hold on. was the course lead? Not so fast, my friend. friend. <laughs> and I didn't realize they didn't turn around and kick on the next play. They ran a play. Liberty ran a play oh. got eight yards, so the, the kick that was blocked was a 59-yarder. Right. They ran a play for eight yards, and uh, then the kid made a 51-yarder. Oh, wow. With no time left in Lane Stadium, which I know there wasn't anybody there, but still, it's great. That is great. It was great. <laughs> Sure, it wasn't exciting as Pitt beating Florida State, but it was pretty good. Pay <laughs> for us, but for Dave. For Dave, yeah. you know. So that brings us to the debacle in Austin. 17 and 13. And we, we said it last week. If we can't run the ball and can't stop the run, we're going to lose. We had 43 yards rushing and they had 179. Yeah. I think they averaged, what, five something a game? Or five something for that game. And that, we said last week the games that we won this year. Teams average only one point something against us in our and our uh, um, the games that they won they averaged like four point nine so they they were above that but that game wasn't lost on defense no nope. that game was lost because our offense was yep. putrid we couldn't run the ball this the offensive line from last year showed up we could not win a line of scrimmage Mm-mm. the entire line not not one person on that line played well and Letty Brown got dinged up which didn't help it, it didn't help which begs the question we we didn't really get too much into this when you and I were watching the game. Mm-hmm. Sinkfield, it's not a good line for him to play behind because he's so shifty. Yeah. And when guys are constantly getting – but you got to get upfield and bulldoze. Yeah, exactly. Which, if Brown's dinged up, I've seen – we've got a very, very small sample size of Tony Mathis and even smaller of a very sparrow. But Mathis is, is a big kid. Yeah. Why not stick him in there? Going to have to do something because of labor. Because I think we were a little bit spoiled from Lenny Brown because a lot of his yards are after contact. And maybe we we thought our line blocking was better than what it was, but maybe it's not. Maybe maybe it's more Lady Brown than our line because well, there there was a at one point in time this year, I think seventy or seventy five percent of his yards were after contact. Yeah. So if he if if he's dinged up and we can't make those extra yards at the contact, our running game is is below average again. And it and it bit us in, in the, the red, red zone. zone. It's, it's exactly right. The game that game came down to we had four red zone trips in the second half. Six points. And yeah, six points because the off. I think our coaches knew we couldn't run the ball, so they came with that short passing game, which I thought worked great. And it we did threw, between the twenties, it worked we, really good. We moved the ball up and down, but yeah. then we got in the red we got zone. the red zone. It was just like Holgers' team. You could yeah. not, could, could not. You score can't. It's like they say, you can't score yards. Anyway. With that said, we had two chances. I mean, that that ta- pass to Laughlin, it was pretty good. And that one guy made a pretty good defensive play, but he could have caught it and. And Wright just dropped that. I mean, it was a touchdown that Wright dropped. Well, the one Wright dropped, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, then, there were two times that we could have scored. That was the fourth, fourth down And place. then the fourth down on Allie Jennings where he was yeah. clearly and it interfered with. Clearly so. interfered with that. And the absolutely egregious holding all game long by their offensive line against our uh, defensive line. I mean, not just egregious. Like, there was video evidence. You yeah. go back and look. And there was – And it was, two, it was crucial plays. Crucial plays. I mean, the one, was, one of Dante Stills was in hell was a touchdown pass. The one where Mesador got held was twice yeah. was a big third, third down, down play. Exactly. I mean, it was so blatant. Yeah. And then on top of that, as if they couldn't outdo themselves, 
they overturned the lateral call. That that was that amazes me. And and granted, we still held the punt, but that was a forty yard difference in field position just because they didn't make that call. And I don't, I have no idea how they overturned that. None, <laughs> unless they were seeing some sort of camera angle that I didn't see. I have no idea how they overturned it. And all that being said, all that being said, we still had we were we still had a chance to win the game. We held the highest scoring team in the Big Twelve to seventeen points and didn't win. And didn't win. We had we we had, they had three sixty three. We had three sixty. We had the ball. We had twenty one to seventeen in first downs. We had the ball for almost nine more minutes. Yeah, nine more minutes. Yeah, we still couldn't do anything. We still couldn't. We couldn't punch it in the red zone. We got we got all the way down there and. For a team that was really good, if you look at the stats, we were really good coming into this game. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. I didn't mean to run. No, no, no. Exactly. But we just didn't do this. We didn't do it. We couldn't run. It's probably, and you probably don't do it now, but given Letty Brown's injury, I'm just throwing this out there. This is Garrett Green running the ball thing. Just a threat of something. He hadn't had very many reps, so you probably don't throw him in there now or in this game, but... Or in the Texas game in that scenario, but we were we had no confidence in our short running game, right? At all. Oh yeah. And now, now Deggy did keep it that one time. Now, he went uh, down earlier. He probably could have kept going yeah. for a couple yards, which was great. He got eight yards on the play. Yeah, absolutely. And that just shows you they were selling they were out selling against out. it. It just you know hindsight's always twenty. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little nervous because you know you put a fr- true freshman in um, in that situation. You know turnovers can kill you. You know, you're you're going to ask him to do a lot of reading and reacting, so he's got to be able to know where to pull. Not not to let me back up. I didn't mean to replace Daggy. Oh, I just mean situational. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Just red zone, short yardage runs. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I I just I puts a lot of I put a lot of strain on him. But they said he's a gamer. It's either that you got to go wildcat. I mean, we just can't. We can't. If if Lenny Brown's bagged up, you got to do something different. You got to do something. Yeah, you got to do something. And I didn't mind. There was a lot of armchair quarterbacking on. Rivals, I, I read through that night. Everybody was pissed off. We didn't kick a field. I didn't mind going for it on fourth down. I, I mean, you don't know what – I mean, because we don't get it and Texas takes over at the 15-yard line. Okay, so we kick a field goal. Then we kick off. All right, they run it back to midfield. Right. And, I mean, you don't know. You don't know. And, and they're going to play different, you know, if you, if, if you don't get in. I thought it was fine going for the touchdown. I, I, mean, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have a problem. I had no problem. I didn't have a problem. Not at all. I, I had a problem with the non-call and the interference. And I had a problem on, and, and they overturned Winston. Right, he he didn't catch it. No, he didn't, he didn't catch it. it. Uh-uh. I mean, he, and I guess maybe he was surprised that it hit him in the hands, and yeah, <laughs> he didn't know what to do with it. So, and something else I did want to bring up: we have got to. You and I talked about this. Do we lead the country in timeouts and/or penalties after a change of possession? I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's I've unbelievable. Never, I've never seen anything like it. I I don't, for a team for a coaching staff that prides themselves on preparation. And they know stats, statistics, they, they know all that stuff. To call timeouts after change of possession makes no sense. And we burned our three time or two of our three timeouts in the in the second half of that Texas yeah. game. I think what somebody said a stat this week we burned we call like thirty of our I forget how many. It was like eighty percent of our, our timeouts in the second half were called by offense. Yeah. Like we were trying to stop anything, so I don't know. But I just uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Right? It's very frustrating. It's frustrating. So we let one get away again. I mean, we could could have won that one, but we didn't. So we're four well, three. I mean, it's it's the only thing we did do this game. We didn't turn the ball over because we went right back to where we were. We we had penalties that untimely. No, we didn't have a lot, but we had untimely penalties. We dropped passes. 
you know, and then we just kept we kept we couldn't score. Couldn't so. score. Couldn't score. So we'll see if we can reverse fortunes this weekend. You got TCU coming to town. Mm-hmm. Three point favorites. I saw. I think. Yeah, I think we opened up at two, moved up to three, three and a half. I think. We beat them. We beat them two in a row, and and we knocked them out of the bowl game last year. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that's fresh in their mind. Oh yeah, guaranteed. We are four and four against them since we joined the Big Twelve, but they have beaten us twice in Morgantown. So we were at both of those games. They're three and three. Their three losses are Iowa State, Oklahoma, and Kansas State. So they've lost to the top half of the right. league. And of course, they did beat Texas on the road. They got that Max Duggan guy. I looked at his stats last week. He had seventy-three yards. He was not a guy that's, which kind of it, it's eerily similar to K State, except uh, he's got a little bit more experience than the than the other kid did. Yep. He was eleven of twenty-three passing at seventy-three yards. Had a hundred and fifty-nine yards rushing last week. Yeah. And he's going to hurt us by his legs. Yeah. He's, he's one of those guys, like, everybody's talking about Ellinger, but Ellinger's not going to run for, like, 30, 40 yards at a time. He's going he's gonna to kill you in his short yardage runs. And, he's going to nickel and, down. Yeah, nickel down. But, but this kid, can he can beat you with his legs. So that's yeah. something we're going to be ready for. So. And, you know, it makes me a, we, yeah, it's it's a makes great and coach team. So, you know, they're going to be, they're going to be well coached. They're going to be ready to play. So they average 27 a game, and they give up 27 a game. Yeah. So, yeah, but they're an average team. I mean, they're they're an average team. They're a team that we should beat. And they're coming it, off it, of a win of, against a team that we lost to two weeks ago. Right. So, right. Exactly. Yeah. So that's. I mean, none of our, none of our games with our offense as poorly as it's played right now. None of our games here on out are easy. No. Not not a one. No. So uh, every one of them is going to be tough, and hopefully our defense can keep us in, it and the offense can just do enough. That's really all we can ask for at this point in time. That's about all we can hope yeah. for. So that being said, what's your uh, what's your projection for Saturday? I think I think our defense um, holds them. Uh, we beat a squeaker twenty three twenty. I said twenty four twenty. Yeah. I think That's we'll find a way to. This is one of the preseason we different on because preseason you could just lose this I game. I did. 27-24. I think I picked this to win like 32-13. I did, but I, I had way too much confidence. My 6-4 and, and projections looking bleaker and bleaker by the minute. Because yeah. if we win this game, you're sitting on the number. Sitting on the number. 5-5 five and five is what I call them. Yeah. So. so you're right there. So we've got a lot of a lot of heavy lifting to do if we're going to get to 6. Yeah. we got uh, Our offense got to play better. I mean, it's as simple as that. Offense has got to play better. It just kind of makes you wonder through – Seven games, or we kind of are who we are. We, we are. It's like, you know, honestly, we could be, we really could be six. It could be six, what, seven games? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be seven and oh. We could be pretty, six and one. I mean, we're two uh, scooping scores away from maybe winning two other games. So, we could be, but you are who you are, man. And the offense, and we, I think we had an aberration with Kansas State, and we came back down to earth, and... We just are who we are. We have receivers who drop passes. We have a line that's not very good. And it's tough to win against good teams when your line sucks and receivers drop balls. I was surprised that we didn't use – I mean, we talked about the pass to McLaughlin. I was surprised on a couple of those, or even both of those, fourth and shorts, if we weren't going to run the ball, that we didn't try to – not necessarily go for the end zone. Why not try to run some sort of bootleg for the target? You would think it's four worked. or five yards. Yeah, exactly. And that play has worked consistently. Even and they may even know it's coming, but he's so big. You know, I I didn't understand it either. At least give it a it's shot. It's just kind of because we really didn't didn't do that. No, not at all. Not, I think we ran that that rollout play one time in the first half to him that I can remember, but never on short yardage. 
I'm just a regular damn. Do you think that we need to stop turning the play calling over to Parker inside the 20? Yeah, I, I, they were kind of talking about that too. I, I don't know. I mean, they there has to be a coaching reason for that. I don't. I've never heard of that. It. I've never. I've never. I mean, to me, if you go, you you have guys, you have offensive guys who give you input from both a schematic and a personnel right. standpoint. I mean, you got guys that will say, "Hey, I think we should put you know so and so in in this package," and then you got guys that say, "Hey, let's run this play out of this set." I mean, I get that, but ultimately you got one guy pulling the trigger, right? Especially when it's a head coach, right? It just surprises me, and I don't know the inner workings of how their you know their dynamics work with all that. It just surprises me that the last couple of games, even in the Texas Tech game too, and especially in this Texas game, we were so efficient in between. Uh, between the 20s. Yeah. And all of our problems happened as soon as we got <coughs> in the fucking red yeah, zone. Exactly. But you know what? And honestly, until last game, we were good in the red zone. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. But I, I have thought for a while, and it's not just been Neil Brown, it's been for a while, that we are terrible at situational football. We are terrible at change of possession. We are terrible at, at getting out of our own end zone and getting and scoring in the red zone. We've had been for years. And that trend outside of the first half of this year, continue. So, yeah. you know, first half of the year, I think we've done better in the red zone. We did not do good in the red zone, but I think it comes down to Lenny Brown was hurt. We couldn't run the ball. Couldn't run the ball. Couldn't run the ball. And then they teed off on that, and we didn't deliver. So, yeah. hopefully uh, we will next week. Did we mention that uh, we had two guys get in the portal this week? Dobson, wide receiver, oh, and, and Azabu, the lineman. Azabu. That's fine with me. Yeah. He started the first game of the year. Didn't do shit. He didn't last. What was Oklahoma State? He started one of the two games. He started Oklahoma State because he he got suspended in the first game. Right. Right. Yeah. And then now he's now well, Dobson was the kid from. Where Mountain. was the kid from Virginia? The offensive line. We were so happy to get eligible. I don't know if he's behind. He might be a little bit behind. I guess maybe because how hard is it to be behind and blocking? I don't know. I mean, get your ass in front of. Well, spot. apparently it's hard because the guys <laughs> we got out there right now pretty fucking far behind. Which it brings up another point that I didn't written I, we needed to bring up is I in my opinion the Vondarius Cowan experiment is over. Oh well, is he still hurt? I haven't seen him play. From what I heard, he there's been nothing really really bad said by him, but I think he doesn't maybe agree with the coaching staff's decision to not put him out there right now. Hmm. So a lot of people think that even though this is a year that doesn't count, he's out. He's probably done. Yeah, that's fine. But I think Bartlett is probably a good, suitable uh, place for him. And honestly, I think uh, Tongri played played his best Tongri game. Has, yeah. He's played his best game. Tongri played great. That's a good point. We didn't bring that up. Yeah. Kudos to Tongri. Yeah. He played his best game. I, I mean, he had a sack. He had Tiva. He was he was making. He was really yeah. hustled. I mean, yeah. He, did. he played yeah. well. I thought he played his best game. He played really well. Now, granted, Bridgeport, if they win their first round game, they draw Martinsburg in the next round. So. That'll be a fucking ass <laughs> For the time being, let's give a shout-out to Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to take a break and hit the last uh, leg here? Let's do it. Welcome back to one more, and I'm going home and going to bed. Ready for... Uh, if I could get the motherfucker. For, <laughs> for questions, Sorry. two assholes. <laughs> All right, we're good. <laughs> Have you listened to uh, My Dad Wrote a Porno yet? I listened to some of it, a little bit of it last night. Actually, now that you mentioned it, she came in the room and I stopped and I never went back to it. It's funny. It is funny. <laughs> Wait till you get into it. <laughs> it is funny. It is hilarious. <laughs> I listened to it about the first one. I was like, oh, Belinda, eh? That's an interesting name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I think her name well, was Belinda. Yeah, right? Ben's Belinda. Is, but the title of her, his book's called like Belinda Blinked. Yeah, that was it. Something like that. But her name's not Belinda. It's Belinda something. They were like, that is not the sexy name. No. <laughs> not at all. Not at it's all. It's like, don't they, he mean winked? I don't know. <laughs> blinks. Yeah, blinks. Apparently <laughs> somebody doesn't want to see something. Yeah. Am I wrong? It's like, does she have a problem? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with Belinda? That's <laughs> funny, man. I laugh my ass off of that thing. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right, I'll go with the first one, sports question here. All right. Because it, it will kind of dub into what we talked about here. Um, so, we have uh, three games left. Oh, God. Right? Another sports question in the same one. I it, bet they're close to being the same. Probably close. We got TCU, Oklahoma, and Iowa State ending on December 5th. Okay. Basketball starts on 25th. Yeah. Ends on December 5th, we play Georgetown, like we said. Okay. So we have one, two, three, four, five games until December 5th. Okay. All right. Who's going to have more wins by that time? Or it could be a push. Is, is West Virginia the football team for the time? So the football team's got three games? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, like, WVU's football throughout the entire season. Or uh, basketball in their first five games. Who's going to have more wins on December 5th? Oh, the basketball team has five games between the 25th and the 5th. Uh-huh. Okay. I thought you were yeah. – I thought what you were – okay. Yeah. All right. So we're at four wins now. we got three games left. But it'll be a push. Football. It'll be a push because the basketball team can only win five. Right. And I think we're going to win five in football. Okay. So it'll be a push. I mean, if we lose this weekend, there's a great chance we could go to win four. Well, that's true. And or you know we win two more we can win six in football, then most of the week we win basketball is five. I'm with you. I think it's gonna be a push. It's gonna be a push. I think we're gonna beat TCU. I think we're gonna lose the last two games. And I think we actually have a better chance of beating Iowa State. Do you? But their offense isn't that great. They're they're not. But we're just uh, I just I don't know. Yeah. I just worry about games when we're gonna have to score points. But uh, wow, we got five games in ten days in basketball. That's mm-hmm. pretty, thank God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so looking forward to this. Well, I'll say that. We're just going to beat my Texas A&M. Oh, if we lose to Texas A&M. Oh, Tom Booth will be on my front door with a carbon cut out of hugging, setting it on fire. <laughs> I told you that no good son bitch wouldn't coach him. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to bring Huggins to Oak Hill just so he can wave at Tom. <laughs> I didn't realize Tom is, is that anti He has got Booth. a huge amount of disdain for Huggins. Huge. It's interesting. That kind of surprises me. Yeah, lot. He didn't wave at him. But, well, I think a lot of it stems from, number one, he doesn't like his drab personality, which I absolutely <laughs> love. Uh-huh. I love how he is. Yeah. I love how sarcastic uh, he is. Yeah. He doesn't like, whoa, he can't stand that. <laughs> I guess Booth wants Rodney Dangerfield up there. Buddy, <laughs> I don't know what he wants. And it had something to do with 10 or 12 years ago. I don't know. You know, it just, it cracks me up with my boy. I love my boy, Booth. He said, a woman... Doesn't hold a grudge for life. She holds it forever. <laughs> and that's what he's hey, doing. So you're saying that, that Booth's a woman. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said he's operating <laughs> under the same premise when it comes to holding a grudge. I looked at him and I said, motherfucker, you got to let it go. He didn't wave at you, little general. I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> Shit. But the first time he makes a bad substitution... Or does something, he'll beat Booth. We'll have the pitchforks and the damn torches out, <laughs> ready to storm the Coliseum. I did not realize that. Oh, yeah, ask him next time. Ask him about Huggins. <laughs> See what he says. 
So you're going push. Five wins. I'm going to push. So you're saying basketball is going to go undefeated, is going to win that tournament in South Dakota, and then beat Georgia State. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Only because that's going to tie into my sports question. All right. Which is we have three games left on our schedule in football. Basketball team was picked third in the Big 12. Okay. What do you think is a more likely scenario that we win the regular season Big 12 title in basketball uh-huh. or we score 30 points in one of our last three games? <laughs> oh! Other thing that gives me hope, I think I heard today, TCU is eighth in the country in red zone defense. Or eighth, eighth in the league. They're, they're next to the last, or second to last in the league. No, they're seventh. Seventh in red zone defense. And Oklahoma is eighth in the league in red zone defense. So hopefully we could score against those two teams. You think? <laughs> but hope doesn't, doesn't cut it. I, I would say our better chances are that we win the Big 12. That's what I'm thinking. I think even how low the Big 12 is, I think we have a better shot of winning the Big 12 than our offense scoring 30 points. And that's the saddest thing I think I've ever said in my life. That is just awful. Yeah. Because there's no way we're not scoring 30 against Iowa State. That's that's guaranteed. We may score against Oklahoma because it may be, you know, they we're going to have to score probably to try to keep up. But. I don't. I don't see it. I've seen nothing from us that says we can score thirty points. No, and and it's it's it's. I mean, how many times have we done it in the last two years? Four, we say four or five times at the most. In the league, in yeah. The, in the league, we did it once last year. Mm-hmm. We've done in it twice course. this year. Yeah, and one was because we had a defensive touchdown. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, yeah. And the other one was against Kansas. Yeah. So I, I don't. We we by the way we. Us at Coastal Carolina, I think I said this out there. So only two teams. Only two teams didn't score above 40 points. In fact, every other team scored 47 against Kansas. And we scored 38, the same amount as Coastal Carolina. And we were down 10 nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Chew on that. Yeah. Our offense is not good. No, they're not. That's a shame, too, because our defense is good enough to for us to, for this year for us to compete yeah. for a little I mean, it, it is it, amazing how we can never put the, the – the two years we do put the two and two together is great. But it is rare. I mean, how many times have we had great offenses and not a defense that can stop anybody? And now we got the probably best defense we've had since the 96-team, maybe. Mm-hmm. And or even 2010. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, that team was good, too. That team had a great defense yeah. and couldn't do shit on offense. Can't do shit the and the thing day. about that team was they had way better players <laughs> in the skill positions way, than this team does. Way better. Absolutely. Way but better. they probably also had a better offensive line. Yeah. Which is a low bar with this bunch. Yeah. Well, and what's sad is I think our only pro offense is probably Frazier. And he's a true but freshman. he's a true freshman. Which, by the way, again this week, and I think that's the fourth game in a row, he was our highest graded offensive lineman. I'm surprised anybody graded good on offense. That has been that bad. He was, now, he wasn't did, one of the top. Asdale was number one. Did you hear who's our most our highest rated uh, offensive player of the season? Highest rated offensive player of the season? Mm-hmm. Reese Smith. Day. What? Yes, what about that was my reaction exactly. Really? Yep. According to whom? I, I don't know. It was on it was on uh figures for the game. Of course, you know what though? If you look at his stats, which I didn't I don't think I actually put his stats. I mean he completed over sixty percent of his passes. Yeah. They said if he took away the drops and the, the the ones he just threw out of bounds, he was like forty or forty seven. Yeah. 
Which is one, I can't believe we threw that many times. We threw 50 times. Yeah. <laughs> we threw 50 passes. Because they were all short. And I mean, still only threw for 311. Yeah, exactly. And we threw that one ball in the very first possession, but then we didn't throw. No. Which, by the way, that that pass that, that pass was The jump ball to Esdale was great. Play the game. Big play on, play on the ball. Need to see more of that, but I don't know. Yeah, so, I'm wondering. I, we didn't see Sam James, but though they went through the ball once his way. He caught. He, well, according to the stats, he had two catches. Okay. I remember the one. I, I remember the one. Because it was like the second half where yeah. he went through it his way. Yeah. So, I wonder if we're moving away and moving more towards Alec Jennings and Isdale. And I'm fine with that because they, too. they catch the ball. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have. That's kind of a big deal when you're playing receiver. <laughs> when your job is to catch the ball. Yeah. It's good to be able to catch it's, the ball. It's a great thing. If you can run by somebody, that's awesome. But if you can run by somebody and catch the ball at the same it's time. It's a win-win. It's a, exactly. it's a win-win. Yeah, but I think I'm going to go with basketball. Regular yeah, champ. I am too. And that's going to be tough. That is going to be tough. But I think it's more likely than us scoring 30 points in one of our last three games. Yep. Non-sports. You want me to go first? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so we're watching The Mandalorian. Yeah. Which we failed to mention last week. We did. It's a shame, too. And it's, it's, it's picked up right where it's left off. I think it's it's a great uh, great little series. Oh, yeah. The only thing that sucks is, is you got to wait week to week. to You can't just do it. Yeah. Like. But they said that was a, a marketing because it's – this came out right when Disney Plus started, and they said one of the big popularity, what made Disney Plus so popular, was that everybody couldn't wait week to week. Like you couldn't wait to watch the next. Like, oh, just fine. When it was, well, we could not wait for the true. next <laughs> next week to watch it. True. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Justified. All right. Because we are actually watching season two, episode one of The Mandalorian, and Timothy Oliphant is the marshal. Called Vent. Which is the name of the uh, episode, actually, mm -hmm. ironically. So, got the thing. Every time I see him, and, and you know, Courtney in Texas, she was like, last week she was like, have you watched The Mandalorian? I was like, yeah, I know Raylan's in it. She was like, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, in the five years since that show's gone off the air, and I've seen them do various different things, which one is more identifiable from there? Is, is Timothy Oliphant more identifiable as Raylan when you see him, or is Walton Goggins more identifiable as Boyd? I'm going to lean towards Raylan. Really? And here's why. Because Walter Goggins has played some interesting roles since then. Like, he's on a sitcom right now. Unicorn. Yeah, where he's like a... And he was in uh, The Hateful Eight. He was in The Hateful Eight, and he's in that... He's in Ant-Man and the Wasp. And, and he was in the uh, the the Hulu little documentary, fake documentary, faux mentioned. John Bronco. John Bronco, which was great. <laughs> it wasn't... It wasn't it wasn't great. He was also, but it was in, entertaining. He was also in Tomb Raider, 2018 version of Tomb Raider. Yeah, I didn't see that. I did. <laughs> I, was I saw it was walking on. I was like, oh shit, that's boy. <laughs> I thought about it, but I feel like Timothy Oliphant, I mean, Timothy Oliphant was the main bad guy in Scream 2. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. He was also he was, the bad guy in Die Hard. Yeah, that's what he was in Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. He's, but he was also a lawman. He was in, that's what I'm saying. It, it, he, he was Seth Bullock in, in Deadwood. Right. He's, he's a lawman and just fine. He's a lawman. That that's he, why the, because he because he was Seth Bullock before he was Raylan Gibbons. Right. So yeah. I mean, I, a lot of people maybe haven't seen Deadwood, but I yeah, mean, he, he was bad. He was he was badass in that. Yes, role. yes, he was. But for me, I, I, I think it's Goggins as Boyd. I really do. I mean, because every tough. time I see that motherfucker, I, I, like, I tell you what I like about Walter Goggins. They, and there's an interview I shared with you guys. He is so he really. Look, he, you can tell 
He put a lot into that character. Yeah. He's from Georgia. I didn't yeah. realize he was from Georgia. Yeah. I thought he was from Appalachia. And he, he wanted to make sure that people know that, you know, that it is what, you know, being from the South is different. But he really wanted to, you know, there's not just any dummies in the South. I mean, it's, there's some smart. And he's like, they asked him, he was like, were you the only thing that that boy would be happy you ran a Dairy Queen? And he was like, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, cause he'd be great at it. Because he, he just wanted to get out of that life, you know, yeah. and and get to a life where he didn't have to commit crimes and, you know, just be a happy owner of a Dairy Queen. I mean, it, it's great. And he's exactly right. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he's exactly right. right. But that's tough, man. It really is. But it is. I went back and I, forth, but I, I think, I mean, every time I see Timothy Oliphant, I'm like, oh, shit, there's Raylan. Yeah. But I think because I've rewatched Deadwood so many times for me, and he was that role first. Uh, and like I said, he's, I feel like he's been in more yeah, mainstream I can see stuff. that. I guess I, I identify him more as a little man than necessarily Raylan. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, you did if I want Walter Gibb uh, as, as, as Boyd. Boyd. I can see that. Okay. He's Boyd. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, you, you just, like you said, when you first saw uh, uh, the guy, and I don't want to give away, but people need to just watch it. And Boba Fett's costume, standing there, like the way he was standing, you that's just That's railing. That's fucking railing. I told you. I don't know why he grabbed like even he grabbed the shot glasses. Yeah. He did it the same way Raylan does yeah. in the show. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, where's Art? Get Art out of here. I'm just hoping they find Boyd on Tatooine somewhere. <laughs> By the way, that'd be great. The, there's a rumor this week that they're starting a Boba Fett miniseries too on Disney Plus. Oh, nice. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna say something about a Justified movie. No, it ain't happening. Yeah. Hell, what time on April Fool's Day? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, I really do. You dick. I only do remember that. <laughs> you were so excited when oh, I said April Fool's I was Day. Pissed off. <laughs> God, I only got talked to you for a week. <laughs> you were mad. I was. I was literally mad. I mean, I really. I was legitimately pissed off. Absolutely, one hundred percent. All right, what do you got? All right, so uh, you're gonna have a house guest tonight. You just got a text message from your boy Ivy Taylor. He's uh he's traveling back from Huntington to, to North Carolina. Let's see if he's uh res- it, let's see. Oh no, got nothing here. <laughs> any uh any Ivy stories you want to share? You know that's funny. I was actually gonna mention that. <laughs> and then I I start jotting a few down, and then I just start laughing because <laughs> you got to talk about the LSU game. Well, the LSU game was that when I had him a ticket and then I did it fell through. No, that's the game. Well, I thought they, no, we were thinking the Auburn game. Which game was it where they were so drunk? That was the Auburn game. And he went inside. Yeah, and then he came back out and he ended up kind of creeping up on somebody's tailgate, like inching his way over there, and ended up asleep outside the stadium. He was sleeping in the well. He he got out. He, he left the 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 stadium, and that point in time they wouldn't let you back in. But he had Bill's ticket. He had pocket. another ticket. Yeah. And he didn't realize he had his. There wasn't Bill's ticket. It was I think it was Al his ticket. It was. <laughs> So he went and slept in the grass or yeah. missed the whole first half of sleep, and then the second half he went up to the, the, the neighboring tailgaters who had a TV and was like just trying to watch the game from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not the first time he slept in the middle. No, that's the other one I wrote Because down. in 2002 we were playing the <laughs> University of Tennessee Chattanooga Moccasins. And that fucker, because the game was at 6. I'll never yeah. forget the game was at 6. Yeah. And we were in the lot at 9 o'clock. Yeah, we were drinking, we were drinking heavily. heavily and carrying on one thing or another. And Mindy Grubb had her, <coughs> excuse me, SUV parked beside me in the blue lot. And mysteriously, he just disappeared. <laughs> he was gone for like an hour, two hours. We couldn't find him. We put out an APB. 
I think Dave called all his guys he knows at Pitt, tried to find him. We really we looked all over that, that law firm and could not find him. And, and then they opened the hatch on Mindy Grubb's SUV, and there that son bitch was, cuddled up, passed <laughs> out, had been asleep in the back of Mindy Grubb's SUV for about an hour or two hours. So then for like the next three years... Don't lose Ivy. We would, that was the thing. It was like, beat whoever we're playing, don't, don't lose, lose Ivy. Ivy. Yeah. I mean, I think we actually toyed with the idea of getting those toddler bracelets. Uh, where like when yeah, you're, when you're two, put them around his wrist. Where he gets so far out of range, you can just fucking yank him back we in. Just, we just downloaded Isaac. I let, we let Isaac ride his bike to school to take pictures this week. We had him download an app on his phone so we could track, make sure we knew where he was. And then he takes off and forget, doesn't take his phone. Nice. So, <laughs> but yeah, we just put that on Bobby's phone for now one way yes. at football games. Yeah. So we know where he is. It's like, the, not the where's my iPhone, where's my Ivy? <laughs> where's my Ivy app? Another story I was thinking of, I don't know if you even heard this story, but we were, it was like the first ever Slovaker. But Slovaker is a, Thing we used to do every year where all us friends got together, we drank for a weekend, usually at some cabin or something like that. I only went to two. Yeah. It, the first one was in South Carolina in like a cabin we rented. And you know, when you get up, you get 10 to 12 guys together, they're all drinking beer, eating terrible food. You're going to have a very gassy house. This is going to the way it's going to be. So, and first when you got Phil Keys and, and Bill Painton in that group. So there was people like letting them rip. And I was also I was like, hold on, give me a second, I got a good one. And it was like, <laughs> <laughs> so Derek Hahn, every time that rest of the weekend, he would, he would move something like on the table, like, do you hear that? I'll be farting. <laughs> wait, 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 listen. I'll be farting. <laughs> it was very anticlimactic. There was a lot of build up and no substance. So what you're saying is, Ali has very feminine gas. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. okay. <laughs> Either that or a big butthole. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna not, you gonna punt on that I'm one? I'm gonna punt on that one. Uh, last one I was thinking of, but I'm sure there's more. But at one of those slow bobbers, we were down at the cabin at the Greenbrier, the Lowly Cabin. And we decided to go rafting down the river, which was the biggest mistake ever because it was low. Is this is this the toothpaste? Yes. So Abby shows up in a, in a red pair of trunks. That I don't know if he had those when he was a kid, but he no longer fit into those. And, and I don't know who said it. I don't know if it was his brother. I thought it was Dave. I remember, yeah, I think it was Dave. He was like, you look like a tube of toothpaste squeezed in the middle. <laughs> Which is one of the best lines I think I've ever heard. <laughs> what, was, what was his response to that? I, he had nothing. You got yeah. nothing. You got nothing on that one. I got nothing. It was a Tommy boy. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Out of, out of response. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's your guess for the evening. It so. is. I may lock my door. <laughs> I may lock my door. Because I do. He has absolutely nothing to do tomorrow, and I have to go to work. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. See that tomorrow, Veterans Day. Have, thanks to all the veterans out there. Amen. We appreciate Amen. your service. Yep. Yep. Well, cheers Holler, to them. Yep. Holler at Garrett. Yep. Dad. Absolutely. Yep. Tony. Have your other veteran there. My grandpa. I mean, yeah. Your great. My grandpa. Yeah. My dad. Yep. Yeah. So, they were all. Yep. All in the service, man. Absolutely. So. All right, all right. man. You want to call it a day? We're going to BTC this weekend? Barely. This might be it. 
It might be it. It really might be it. It's going to be our last pre-win show. And basketball season. Oh. Yeah, because if it's lulls, there's going to be a lot of yelling on next week's and, podcast. And a lot of looking forward to basketball starting. Yeah, amen. I'm already looking forward to basketball starting. Me too. All right, man. All right, buddy. One more, I'm going home, going to bed. One more, I'm going home, going to bed.